You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Bedtime in most houses with small children can be reasonably lengthy. There's bath, book, bed routines, and some work better than others. When I've pulled out all the tools in my toolbox and I have nothing left, I always reach for Bedtime Explorers. This is a meditation series produced by author and mindfulness coach Amy Taylor-Kabaz and Babyology sister company Kindling Kids Radio. Personally, I find guided meditation a great way to go to sleep when my mind is on overdrive and I've noticed that it works for my kids too. Kindling are about to release their next season of Bedtime Explorers. It's called Out of This World and they've been nominated for a Webby Award. Now, these awards have been going since 1996, basically the inception of the internet, and were described by the New York Times as the internet's highest honour. Presenter and co-producer Amy Taylor-Kabaz is on the phone now. Hello, Amy. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Chef. How are you? Good. Coping. Coping in ISO, but, you know... School might be going back any day now, so... (laughs) That's what we're telling ourselves. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Um, Now, look, this is a huge award, a huge honour. Can you refresh my memory? How many listens has this podcast had? Amazingly and phenomenally, it has been downloaded more than 8 million times, Siobhan, which is mind-blowing from a little idea that we came up with a few years ago about meditations for kids that tell story and uses mindfulness techniques. So more than 8 million downloads. See, that really warms my heart because, not just because I love you and this show and the station, but also because it makes me realise how many kids and how many parents are listening to this beautiful series. And there's so much goodness packed into it. I know what I think makes them special. What do you think makes them special? I think it's this beautiful mixture of a few elements. I created them, to be honest, first of all, with parents in mind, because my, 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 me, myself, as a mum of three, I found, as you said, that bedtime just went on and on, and I really struggled with trying to get them to fall asleep. So I started telling stories and bringing in breathing techniques and mindfulness ideas that I do with my clients and myself and noticed it really worked. And so when Kindling approached me and said, would you like to do something for kids? I just started doing what I did with my kids. And and still practicing on them, the poor things. I test out the different <laughs> stories. I say, what animals do you think you'd like to hear at night? They're very much my guinea pigs. So I think I'm still in the trenches with getting my kids to sleep at night. So the stories that I write work because I try them out on my kids first. They also bring in really beautiful imagination techniques and mindfulness and breathing and all of the things that we know help switch off that little brain at the end of the night and also gives them life skills. This is what's so exciting. Eight eight million downloads means that these kids are starting to learn about how to let their worries go and how to believe in themselves and the key resilience skills that kids need. And then finally, I think they are produced beautifully the sounds that have been put into these stories the way that kindling and the phenomenal people there have made them come alive they just make me smile when i hear them they're so beautiful 
Yeah, and I I have a few favourites, but um, <laughs> because you have done a few different series now, can you talk about the themes that you have explored already? Yes, so the first one was Magical Places, and this really was what I did with my kids. I took them to different places every night as they fell asleep. Mostly it was places like grandparents' house at the beginning. It was getting on a plane and remember what it felt like to fly there. And when you stepped off the plane, you smelt the air and this is what it smelt like and this is what it felt like on your skin. And so we would do that practice every night. So the first series came from that idea. And in Magical Places, we go to the beach, to Fairy Island, to Under the Ocean. And my kids' favourite still, out of all of the series, is the mountain. And now, oh look, you're at the top of the big tall mountain. And look at that. It's a beautiful big hot air balloon which is in that Magical Place collection. It is, uh, I think it's one of my favourites too. That's (laughs) the first collection. (laughs) And then we did Animals, which I love. I really love this. The idea of the Animal series was we invite the children to imagine they are one one animal every night. So there's a puppy and a dolphin and an owl, and a panther, and a snake. The snake was for my little boy who was obsessed with snakes at the time. But when we invite them to be this animal in their mind, we talk to them about the animal's superpowers, which is something that they can have too. So, for example, snakes uh, sense danger by the vibrations through their belly. And so I used that idea to talk to children about how you get a feeling in your belly about what's right and what's wrong and how you need to listen to that feeling too, that you have a snake superpower as well. So that series is a really beautiful way for children to start realising how to use their mind and their body and how strong and resilient they can be. The series, the last series before this one that's due out soon, um, was about dinosaurs, which I remember hearing about that thinking, how on earth are they going to use dinosaurs to go to sleep? Because it sounds very loud. Uh, And I was so surprised by what came out of that. Can you talk us through that, that series? Yes. Again, this idea, each of them comes from a simple idea. Um, I co-produced these with Lorna Clarkson, who is a phenomenal producer, creative brain, who we sit down and we nut out these ideas together. And I came to Lorna and said, what if every night a child goes back in time to meet a dinosaur, but the dinosaur needs help with something? So they go back with their backpack on because they're an explorer travel back in time and find a dinosaur that needs help. So we're not only talking about dinosaurs, you learn about the different dinosaurs. I have to say, Siobhan, I learned so much about dinosaurs (laughs) riding those. I I even learned how to spell pterodactyl, which is actually a (laughs) And there were so many things that I learned about this. But each time we went back in time, the child again learns a skill, learns this idea of how to overcome a problem, how to problem solve and get things out of their backpack and help. And so, again, the sound effects in this series, I think, are brilliant. I think the reason why it feels 
soft and calming and explorative for a child at night time is the way that kindling has beautifully brought in music and sound effects and the dinosaurs don't sound scary or exciting they sound gentle and calming they've done such a great job this is a very special dinosaur little explorer scientists believe it lived in australia around queensland about 119 million years ago. It's our very own Aussie dinosaur buddy. You're you're spot on. Like I could listen to those and fall asleep myself. I mean, actually, I could listen to all of them and fall asleep (laughs) myself. And most parents, don't we all kind of nap while we're trying to get our kids to sleep? Yes, they either nap or they use it so they can leave the room. And I have to say that's that's often when they're out in my house. I'm like, I- I'm done with this. Yes. I- I've been with you for a while. Here's mummy on a phone. Press play yes. and I can leave. So, um, <laughs> Well, you say mummy on the phone. I say it's time to listen to Amy, darling. <laughs> yes, a lot of people tell me that. But, you know... We do have a lot on our plate and we're talking in isolation at the moment. You know, parenting is a full job and at the end of the day, our tolerance is very low. Often our patience is gone. And so if we could just press play and have this beautiful, soothing way to help our children fall asleep instead of you, then I'm super proud of that. Yeah, and you should be. I think they're amazing. Look, the next one out is called Out of This World. What can we expect from this series? We are going into space. All you need to do is to put on your backpack and space helmet and then take in a big breath. Ready? Here we go. Breathe in. Whoosh. I think it's really interesting that we started writing these well before COVID-19 was here, well before the world was the way it is right now. But when you listen to them and uh, when I've read them and voiced the scripts, it's amazing how perfect this is because... We're just inviting children to get into a spaceship, a rocket ship every night and travel into outer space. And we visit different planets and stars and galaxies to, as always, learn something. There's a a skill or a mindfulness exercise in there. But when the children return back to Earth, I invite them to be grateful for something that they have in their world right now, something small that is in their home or something that is in their life. And I think it's just the most beautiful timing because at the moment we can't really travel that far and we might not be able to see our friends and do all of these different things, but it's just a reminder of what we're grateful for and what we already have here on planet Earth. And that is something that I love and trust about this series is there's so much research behind what you're putting into them. So the idea of expressing gratitude or feeling gratitude for something in your life, it's proven, right, that it it can help people immensely 
when they're struggling. It helps change the way you think and feel about the world. And that's that's what I've found I appreciate most about this series is that when I put them on, I know that what you're saying to the children has come from your own research and understanding of what helps us in these kinds of times. Yes, and the most beautiful feedback I've had over the years from this is when parents reach out to me and say, my child talked about that skill today. They put their worries in a backpack and climbed to the top of the mountain. They used their breath when they got frustrated and they couldn't ride their bike. You know, we finished the night with a gratitude practice, those things. Because, yes, the very first uh, goal of these series is, of course, to get them to sleep as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. But the second and just as important goal here is to allow our children to learn these skills really early in life. You and I have spoken many times about uh, how long it took for me to find these mindfulness and relaxation techniques in my own life. And I wonder if I had learned this when I was three, four, five, whether things would have turned out differently. If we can teach our children now these skills, then our world really needs these kids to be resilient and strong. So hopefully this does that. I think it it definitely goes a long way to helping. Now, finally, what would it mean to you personally to win a Webby Award? I think two things come to mind. First of all, that these meditations could be heard by more families around the world. I think uh, families are pretty stressed at the moment. And with the exposure of something like a Webby Award, there's the possibility for that 8 million download to be double, tripled, and that's what a gift that is at the moment for families to feel like they have a resource. But I also want to say from a very personal point of view, it reflects the phenomenal work that Kindling have put into these. They are an amazing resource for families to be able to create an app for children and parents and support them. I'm exceptionally proud to be a part of it, and they work really hard. They make my scripts sound brilliant with all of the sound effects and efforts they put in. So it would be a great acknowledgement for that. Well, Amy, good luck. I can't wait to see what happens. Thank and thanks for talking to us. Thanks, Siobhan. That's Amy Taylor-Kabaz. She's the presenter of Bedtime Explorers. The new season will be available from June the 1st. But in the meantime, please, please, please vote for them. We'll put the links in the notes of this episode. Help more families find this excellent program. You need to get in quick, though, because voting closes on Friday, May 8. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.